Welcome to the Surviving Outside Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Mike O'Kelly. Uh, thank you all to everybody who's been listening and reaching out. Again, if you want to reach out to me, mikeokelly.com slash connect. That's mikeokelly.com slash connect, M-I-K-E-O-K-E-L-L-Y.com slash connect or mike at survivingoutsidesales.com. I really enjoy when people do reach out to me. So please feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions, you want to be a guest on the show, um, you, you're you a sales a sales leader and you need some assistance with your sales team doing uh, boot camps, doing uh, workshops, webinars, some sales training, what have you. Or if you are an individual and you are interested in sales coaching, please uh, reach out to me and uh, let me know. Or if you need a sales speaker, there's a lot going on in the Michael Kelly world. So thank you. I really do appreciate it. And uh, just again, I can't state it enough. The goal of everything that I do on a daily basis is to help the future of outside sales industry and also the present. If somebody is out there and they're really struggling, depending upon where they're in their career, I'm just here to help. Um, I've been through almost everything you could possibly go through in a sales career. And what I do now is I just really enjoy this phase of my career and my life, this growth building phase. So anybody that wants my help, just all I have to do is just reach out. You got the information right there. So let's get on with the topic of today. So the topic of today is how I walked away from over a million dollars and it was the best thing that probably ever happened to me. I know what you're thinking, like, wait, what? Yes. I left a position in 2018 that if I had kept going on this trajectory, it would have been easily $200,000, $250,000 a year sales position. Easily. And the reason why they're at, they added a bunch of products in my wheelhouse, which was dermatology. So the company that I was working for was starting to go in and out of dermatology fields. And when I left, um, the company had added a dermatology product that <clears throat> I could have absolutely exploded in my territory. And, you know, the timing is not always great, but I just was. I was yearning for something different. I loved the decade that I spent in pharmaceutical sales. I love what it did to provide for me and uh, my future family, but it wasn't really the best fit for my skill set. I was not designed. My style was not designed. I was not trained. I don't have the personality for the 30-second hallway detail. That's not how my mind operates. That's not what I want to do. I want to engage. Okay. That's just where I'm the most comfortable. So I was always great at sit down meetings, lunches, breakfasts, et cetera, long form conversations where a lot of people don't understand how to fill the air. They feel like, oh my gosh, if I have to spend five minutes with somebody, I don't know. What do you talk about? I'm sitting there thinking, my gosh, that's a person that we're just friends. We don't know it yet. I love talking to new people. Now, I'm not one of these guys that I have to talk to every single person that I meet. That's how my dad was. That's not how I am. There are times where I'm like, I can shut it off and I can shut it off pretty quick. But if something strikes me as interesting, I will engage. Whether it's at the post office, it's at the grocery store, or it's at a bar or a restaurant and there's a bartender or a server, I will turn it on if something interests me. I'm not constant. I'm not a constant sales guy out there. That's how, that's how my dad was. 
that's just, we're just different personalities. So the hallway detail, the hallway call, standing in a closet, you know, 6'4", 270 pounds, broad shoulders. It's not the most comfortable thing in the world to have to try to fit in, you know, these little tiny closets, you know, standing in, standing in hallways constantly, just standing in hallways for 15, 20 minutes, hoping to get 15 to 20 seconds. I would rather sit down, have a meeting, have a discussion, be able to talk about the past, the present, the future, the PPF method, find out problems, and talk about a solution. That's what I wanted to do. And I realized that was not being achieved enough on a daily basis that would satisfy my desire to do that in my career. And if I'd stayed at the company that I was at, I firmly believe there, without a doubt, at least two hundred to $250,000 a year in compensation. The company pays sales professionals well for performance, and my numbers just would have continued to, to skyrocket. I had 10x the business since I took it over, and it was a territory that was failing. If you've listened to the podcast before, you've heard me talk about this, but if you haven't, if you're brand new... In 2014, I took over a role where they were going to give it to inside sales because the territory had just floundered and there was very little success. In fact, the previous district manager, when I asked him at a national sales meeting how I can get above a certain threshold, he said, it's impossible unless you start adding other territories, which I didn't do. And I 10x the business. And I more than 5X'd that ceiling that he said I could never get it above, ever. That's Again, that's the limiting mindset. But I was there for four years, 10X the business. And when I left, they were adding in dermatology products. And that was my wheelhouse. I've sold almost every single disease state in the dermatology field. And the company was adding more dermatology products. So, oh, my gosh. Anyway. I digress, but I walked away from at least, you know, five years ago, 200 to $250,000 a year. That's over $1 million in compensation. And I walked away from that. I took a risk getting into direct sales and it led me on a wild path over the past five years. The previous four years, I was with the same company. Then I was with a Swiss uh, medical device company. I was the last full-time rep at the company. The company was really struggling and I was the last one there. And then I get hired to sell radiation machines. I sell two machines in my first um, six full weeks in the field. And then in 2020, a couple months later, COVID hits. I leave to launch the tech startup with my business partners. And we were doing that over a couple years. Again, uncertainty, 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 a lot of uncertainty having to start over. Meanwhile, if I was still at that position where I was just doing the same thing, building, 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 growing, 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 it would have been easy money. 
I wouldn't have gone through the thousands of hours of restarting, rebranding, learning new physicians. I mean, you know, going to the Swiss company, I was now calling on med spas. I was calling on plastic surgery centers. I was calling on dermatology clinics, which was in my wheelhouse, but there was more research I had to do. So I had to do my process, et cetera. That took a lot of time. And when you start out, you're not really, you're not making commission. There was a nice base salary. Base salary kept going up, but there was no commission at the beginning because, you know, the quota was, was not great because the territory was failing. The territory was not doing well. And so I was walking away, you know, so that first year was probably a net loss of about a hundred K and then the following year, having to start over again. And then of course, with the pandemic, that was probably a loss, another loss of about 50 to 75 K. So right off the bat in the first two years, it's, it's in the negative of what I could have made if I just stayed the course. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, Mike, why are you sharing this? Well, I, I promised a long time ago, if you're just listening to the show, I was going to be as real as possible. I feel like there's a lot of fake people in the sales world. And you're going to hear stories you probably have never heard before. The underbelly of the industry, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And it's going to be raw and it's going to be real. And that's part of it. I made a decision and I would never look back. Because if I was still at that previous company, it's not the company. It's the industry and the role that I was doing. I didn't like the passivity in the pharmaceutical world of I could do everything right and the pharmacist at the end of the line or the patient at the end decides no. I was never, in the pharmaceutical world, you are never customer facing. I don't get a chance to talk to every single person who's going to fill out or pick up a prescription. So there's a lot of areas of gray and I just didn't like that. Company was great. I absolutely loved the company. I still talk to a lot of the people that are there today. I just didn't want to do the role anymore. And looking back, I walked away from over a million dollars. And I would do it again in a heartbeat. And it's been some struggles. You know, when I was working in the pharmaceutical industry, I think I had maybe, I don't know, $500 of write-offs. For two straight years, I've had over uh, twelve dollars to $15,000 worth of investment into my businesses each year. So the last two years, it's been well over $25,000 I have invested of my own money my wife and I's own money, my family's money into the businesses. I didn't have to do that. I didn't have to do that when I was an employee for these other companies. And you don't have to do that for the most part. You should. I should have hired you know, mentors and, and people to accelerate my knowledge. But I walked away and it was the best decision I ever made in my life. Because and in, in, if you're listening right now, you're going to have to make one of these decisions in your career. You're going to have to decide, is the juice worth the squeeze? What I'm doing right now, is it what I really want to do in my life? 
or are you just doing it for the money? If it suits your personality, that's great. I've always had that entrepreneurial itch to do more. And so the passivity of my role just wasn't in balance with what I wanted to do. I mean, shoot, I was still calling on doctors. So it wasn't like I was trying to get out of the medical field. I was still calling on doctors. I just wanted to do it in a different way. I wanted to know that I was going to have a contract sign. I was going to get a, get a credit card. I was going to run it and I was going to place orders. And I just knew at the end of the day, I knew where I stood. I knew where I had to get. So I walked away from probably the net loss. The net loss over five years was probably, um, I mean, well over half a million dollars. The way I view it is my career is not even close to being over. That's the way I'm viewing it. I'm still going to have ways to make money in my 60s. But pounding the pavement, there's no option. I could have stayed the course, stayed as a sales rep for the next 20 years. Hopefully had enough money to retire, but who knows what happened with with the stock market. So I made the decision to go after my dreams, to go after, take action, to go after what I thought was going to put me in the right position. And I will tell you this, getting back into a direct sales position, it sparked and reignited a fire inside of me that had been dormant for a while. And I think that happens for better or for worse, when you work in the pharmaceutical world, because you don't get an opportunity to talk to the final decision maker. You could have your doctor prescribe and write orders all day long for your product. But if the a person that is actually going to make the transaction doesn't pick it up, it doesn't matter. It's like it never happened. So there's a couple of things you can learn from the story. Okay. Number one. Uh, well, first of all, I'm not telling you not to take money. Okay. Things are crazy expensive. And, and if I had known what was going to happen with inflation and, and the stock market, everything was going to happen, like, no, I t- it would not have changed my decision. But I believe that everything happens for a reason. And I am a Christian. I do believe that the struggles, the trials, the tribulations that I'm going through have only made me stronger. And there's a path that I'm supposed to be on. And there's a much, much bigger plan than what I know about right now. And, you know, I was speaking at an event a couple weeks ago for medical sales reps with the Lobby Network. Shout out to Kendi and uh, Carly, who put it on. Carly put on a great event. I hope, well, I had several people tell me that they were inspired and hopeful after hearing me talk. That next person, I might be able to change their life, change their trajectory, and they could sell a product that's going to save someone's life. And that's what I talked about was the ability for them to, if you do your job correctly, if you do your job right, you are saving people's lives. You're informing the physicians, the doctors with your life-saving care. And that could be me in 15 to 20 years needing a product that some of you youngsters 
some of you 20 somethings that are just getting into medical device sales and medical sales and pharmaceutical sales, you might have that product that saves my life in 15 years. And I want you to do the best job you possibly can in the field to get your message across and to build, build networks and build relationships so that they hear you and they start using your product to save my life. That could be the reason. That could be why everything happened. But it was a, it's been a struggle. The last five years have been a struggle. There's been a lot of doubt. I mentioned in the LinkedIn post, um, the uh, podcast downloads really plummeted in October of last year. And I was doing a lot of editing. I was doing a lot of booking guests. I was bringing people on. And I just kind of sat there and I almost folded tent. I said, you know what? I gave it a little over a year and it's not really growing and it's starting to decline. And I just had this sense, like, just give it one more year. Just give it one more year. Tighten up your process, tighten up your plan, stay consistent with it and see what happens after a year. And then it was record month, little dip down in January or December, record month, record month, and then almost another record month in March. No paid ads, no click farms, um, not buying an audience, literally just turning on a mic and just asking people if you find it interesting to just share it with your friends. That's it. Hopefully it's resonating. I do think it is, but hopefully it's resonating. Um, you know, I know I've been rambling for, I don't know, shoot 20 minutes or so, but it's amazing. Like I walked away from over a million dollars and I still think it was probably the best decision for me. I'm not saying it's going to be the best decision for everybody. But sometimes when you start evaluating where you are and you start challenging yourself, are you doing the right thing? Should you be where you are? That'll give you the most clarity in your career and your life than anything else. That's all I have for today. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. Please download the episode, share it with like-minded individuals. I guess you don't have to ask them if they've ever given up a million dollars before, but you can. And uh, see what they say. But I really do appreciate everybody who has been listening because I have not been as consistent as I have. I would like to with posting on LinkedIn. So this is literally just either word of mouth or people searching for something to listen to. Um, I mean, jokingly, my wife does not listen to my show. She's like, I don't have time for that. And I don't really like sales. And I was like, oh, gee, thanks, honey. She goes, well, I, I support you. You know, and I was, I said, well. Okay. Yeah, you do support me. I don't I don't have to have my friends and family listening to my episodes, etc. But it just it's just good to know that um people are out there and it's resonating with people and uh it has made the the difficult transition, the hard work, the entrepreneurship over the last 5 years has definitely made it a lot easier. So, thank you so much. I do appreciate it. Have a great rest of your day and see you tomorrow. Surviving outside sales. Bye-bye.